Happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome back to Unbothered. Your host, Josh, here today. And today, I'll be talking about preseason. Last week, last Thursday night, we had the preseason Hall of Fame game between the Jets and Browns. But tonight, officially, preseason is kind of underway. Multiple games on tonight, uh, tomorrow night, Saturday, Sunday. And it'll kind of be like that for the next three weeks, as we are in this three-week preseason period. So I'll be talking about that. Uh, Then the NFL finished its top 100 list. Now that list was voted on by the players, players players-only list. So I react to that because it was a very, very wacky list. Then I'm going to move on to the athletic, uh, a internet sports uh, newspaper type style uh, that I read. I react to their quarterback tiers. It came out about a week ago, uh, but I really agree with most of the quarterbacks on the tiers and their ranking process. I'll talk about the Detroit Lions. Then I'll finish out with college football coaches poll. So let's get right into it, starting with Anthony Richardson starting for the Indianapolis Colts. So he's, you know, was in a quarterback battle with Gardner Minshew, and he is getting the preseason opener uh, start. To me, this is a, you know, big enough, I guess, suggestion in the depth chart uh, decision that, hey, He's probably going to be the Colts week one quarterback starter. Uh, get Shane Steichen, who is the head coach of the Colts, wants to get a good look at both of them. But once you have him out there, uh, that's kind of a route they're going to go. So his first preseason game is this Saturday uh, against the Buffalo Bills. Again, I don't expect the Bills uh, to pull out Von Miller, Gregory Rousseau, or any of their defensive players, Davis White, Foyer. Uh, for this preseason game. But I am interested to see Anthony Richardson uh, against, even though they will be backups, NFL-caliber-style athletes. Uh, the f- physical presence that he is, the size that he is, the 6'4", uh, 250 or whatever it may be, and how fast he is, that's going to be exciting to see on display, even in the preseason. So... I'm looking forward to seeing him. I think that's going to be huge. Uh, Again, especially with Jonathan Taylor on the unable to perform list because of a back injury, again, that he claims he doesn't have. Uh, That's just a whole other story with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, But if it's just Anthony Richardson and he's the whole show, I do think he's going to have some sloppy plays, some, some ugly plays, but I do think he's going to have a lot of wow plays, a lot of spectacular plays as well mixed in there uh, with the bad. Then with other preseason upon us, yes, other quarterback battles to sort out. And not only just starting uh, quarterback battles like the uh, Buccaneers, uh, Kyle Trask and uh, Baker Mayfield, or the Colts, you know, Gardner Minshew and Anthony Richardson. But backup quarterback battles like the Titans, the Malik Willis, and uh, Will Levis, 
how will that one play out in other backup jobs as well? Um, is there a quarterback uh, that might pop, such as a Trey Lance uh, for a 49ers who looks like he sits third on the depth chart right now behind Brock Purdy and uh, Sam Darnold. So if he impresses him a preseason, do teams try to take a look at him? Uh, we saw some of Zach Wilson as well with the Jets. Uh, he looked good in the limited snaps in the Hall of Fame game. If they give him more snaps and he continues to look good, does he become a trade piece for teams that, you know, think they can get what the Jets are getting out of him this preseason? Another thing, uh, staying on the same line as the Jets, is the Jets' offensive line. Is that something that can be figured out? Uh, Aaron Rodgers visibly frustrated uh, in a joint practice with the Panthers uh, this week. That's who they play on Saturday in their preseason game. And defense looks solid. Uh, but that O-line for the Jets now, Elijah Vera Tucker, I think is a solid player. Same with Billy Turner, but we don't have any elite Offensive lineman, Dwayne Brown, uh, past his prime older. Uh, Makai Becton, confidence issues. So, you know, they had, they were making this uh, offensive line with, you know, scotch tape and screws. And it looks like that scotch tape is, it's coming loose and it's left the screws out. So hopefully they tighten this thing up. They sturdy it because this offensive line play is going to be key to protecting Rodgers if they have any, any chances of winning the Super Bowl. But I'm glad this is happening now. Last year, I was sort of ignorant to the offensive line woes that troubled uh, Tampa Bay. I acknowledge that they had them. Um, You know, with Ryan Jensen being out, uh, Donovan Smith clearly regressing, uh, Marpet retiring, and... Uh, Alex Kappa moving on. We saw the Chiefs offensive line uh, look bad. So an offensive line is key. So I believe the Jets can still be good, but I don't think they can be great Super Bowl caliber if that offensive line cannot hold up. Last year they were ranked 31st. They need to be better than that. They at least need to be serviceable uh, at least 19 or higher if they want a true chance of doing anything. Something else in preseason. Our starters going to play? Last year, to me, was I thought, you know, usually we see the starters for teams at least once, but I thought last year was a gradual shift. Started, uh, was, I don't know if it was gradual or more of a sudden change, where people didn't play in preseason. Russell Wilson and his new team of Broncos didn't play. Joe Burrow and his new offensive line pieces um, didn't play. There was a lot of players, you know, Cardinals, uh, you know, along with them. A lot of teams that didn't play in value preseason. And it showed because it looked like we were behind the eight ball. September, it still looked like, hey, we were figuring things out, things that could have been figured out, not only through training camp, but through preseason games. So is Russell Wilson this year going to go out for a preseason game? Uh, are the, you know, if Joe Burrow's healthy, uh, will he show up for any? Uh, again, will Aaron Rodgers 
play a preseason game, will any of the Cowboys uh, starters as well, Chargers? Uh, so, again, it's an interesting conundrum. I thought teams that started preseason last year, uh, again, not starting and playing the whole game, but just getting some of that action under your belt, I thought served you better uh, than not playing those games at all. Now, I want to move on to the top 100 list that the NFL players ranked. Again, I thought it was a very, very bad list, very wacky list. And I just want to talk about quarterbacks right now. So if you went just based on the players and their rankings, Mahomes is one, Hurts two, Jalen Hurts at two, Joe Burrow three, Josh Allen four, Justin Herbert five, Kirk Cousins six, Aaron Rodgers seven, Dak Prescott eight, Jared Goff nine, Lamar ten. To me, this list is absolutely bananas. Now, if you don't even, if you want to look further down, uh, Trevor Lawrence was below Justin Fields. That's how laughable this list is. Now, I get Mahomes. Being number one on everybody's quarterback list, I get it. He is the best quarterback in the game right now. There is no doubt about it. Uh, to me, he has a sizable advantage on the field. I think um, the only way the gap could really close and we could have a discussion is if uh, Burrow or Allen win MVP and win the Super Bowl. Uh, that's to me the only thing where it's like, hey, there's again the debate is back open right now. There's not really a debate because Mahomes has the two MVPs, two Super Bowls. Hurts at two, I think, is a joke. I think if you can debate him anywhere after Joe Burrow, the fact that Joe Burrow was not just the second quarterback, but not even in the top five, uh, was laughable. Uh, Travis Kelsey is not as important to the Chiefs as Joe Burrow is to the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm sorry. It's a quarterback-driven league. Uh, Burrow is the second-best quarterback in the league. He should be ahead of Hurts. So if Hurts is three, you need to put Joe Burrow at two. Uh, so, again, I'm sorry. It just can't happen. So Burrow being at six outside of the top five, again, is blasphemous. Kirk Cousins at six is also a joke because guess what? He finally won some regular season games. It was not a mediocre, uh, you know, stat line quarterback this year. He's got one good year. And he jumps past Rodgers and Lamar and Goff. To me, it's that was laughable. Uh that Kirk Cousins had such a high jump because do I think he's a six-post quarterback? No. Do I think he's a top-ten quarterback? Absolutely not. I do not think that at all. Another thing I don't agree with this list is three Chiefs players in the top ten. Now, this is the first time this has ever happened in this NFL top 100 list. Uh, that three players from the same team are in the top ten. Mahomes is the first, is actually, I should say that, is the second player uh, ever to be voted number one multiple times. Tom Brady's been fourth. Now Mahomes twice. So three Chiefs players in the top ten. Now, to me, it's interesting. Uh, one is Chris Jones is not even the best defensive tackle in the league. Uh, 
Aaron Donald is. I know he was 11, uh, but come on. Aaron Donald is better than Chris Jones. Another thing I thought is interesting, Josh Allen, he had a better year last year than he did this year. And this year, he went up from 13 to 8. And to me, I thought he would have dropped a little bit because he wasn't as good as he was last year. Uh, but he rose in the rankings. I get Tyreek Hill. But again, Travis Kelsey. So you're telling me Travis Kelsey is the second best um, receiver in the league? Justin Jefferson was two, uh, was one. But Travis Kelsey is two. He's better receiving than Devontae Adams because he don't block now. So he's better than Devontae Adams. Uh, he was better than Jamar Chase, Devon Diggs. To me, that doesn't make a lot of sense how high he is on here. Uh, Nick Bosa, I thought, was fine at four. I probably would have moved Justin Jefferson down to three because I would have had uh, Joe, uh, Joe Bur- uh, my bad, Justin, not Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow there at two. Uh, and again, Mahomes at one is fine. So I thought this list... Again, very weird. Trevor Lawrence, again, down there at 96. Uh, worse than Justin Fields. I mean, come on. Justin Fields had some great highlight plays this year, but he didn't win a lot of games. Trevor Lawrence won games, won a playoff game, was lost by just a touchdown to the Chiefs. I, I mean, I thought the NFL's got to be better than that. Uh, I thought T.J. Watt also really dropped. Um I think he was number six uh, last year, and he dropped all the way down to 27 this year due to injury. Uh, Derrick Henry dropped outside the top 20. Uh, Sauce Gardner entered all the way at 23. A.J. Brown, 22. Austin Eckler uh, moved up a ton. Uh, so I did thought, think there was some decent movement in here, uh, but a lot of it I thought you know, was wacky. You know, Is Cameron Jordan of the Saints a defensive end? Uh, better than Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. I don't know if I can say that. I don't know if you can make the argument that Cameron Jordan is better than Aaron Rodgers or even Dak Prescott, for that matter. Uh, You know, or C.J. Mosley for the Jets or Cam Hayward. I mean, uh, some of it, again, I thought was very, very, very weird. Didn't agree with that list that much. But now I want to get to the athletic quarterback tiers. Now the athletic made their own QB tiers. Now, again, Patrick Mahomes is one. Uh, kind of everyone, unanimous choice for number one. Totally get, uh, you know, best player right now. But two, Joe Burrow for quarterback. And I agree with that one, too. He passed Josh Allen, Rodgers, Herbert. I think he, you know, Patrick Mahomes is alone at one. I believe Joe Burrow is alone at two right now. Uh, He's just so accurate. Uh, You know, even though his offensive line's not great, he tries to pull away from sacks, and he can't take off. He's great under pressure. I think he's, I think that's a perfect fit at three or at two. Three is Josh Allen. I'm still high on Josh Allen. I know a lot of people are selling their Josh Allen stock, a lot of Bill's stock. Uh, but I do think 
Uh, he's a fine drop-back passer. I do think he's better than a lot of other quarterbacks in this league, so him at uh, three is fine with me. Four, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers at four, I also agree with that because I do think he's a top-five quarterback. Um, you know, very good. Um, I believe last year his injuries played a part in it that he had. And just, I think, running out of joy playing in Green Bay. Uh, I think you could have switched Justin Herbert there at four. I think that's the only question, four or five. But I'm fine with Justin Herbert in tier one. Um, at five, again, he was great. Uh, you know, had a 27-0 lead on Jacksonville. Not like he gave the ball away to then uh, lose the game. It's, you know, kind of uh, a head coach. So... I think him and Kellen Moore are going to be fantastic, and I think uh, Justin Herbert might even rise to four, uh, depending on what Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen do this year. Now, Tier 2. I might have had Jalen Hurts. You know, Jalen Hurts is on. I don't think he's Tier 2. I don't think he's Tier 1. Uh, but I do think he is the sixth-best quarterback in the NFL, um, which is what they have him at. Uh, grew a lot this year. Uh Again, this was his best game-changing year, his contract year. Now, the thing is, can he do it again? Now, Josh Allen was able to be great multiple years. Patrick Mahomes, we all know. Same with Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, we know. But it's time for Jalen Hurts again to do that consistently. Lamar Jackson at seven. Same boat, injuries, the inconsistency. Uh, I think he's fine there. At seven, I probably would have switched Trevor Lawrence and Lamar. I, I think Trevor Lawrence should be at seven. Uh, I think he is, you know, very good. His accuracy, uh, his deep ball, his decision-making, uh, the comeback wins against the Chargers in the postseason, the Cowboys in the regular season. I think Trevor Lawrence is a fantastic quarterback. Dak Prescott at nine. I do think he's a fringe top 10 quarterback. If somebody leaves him off the top 10 list and they have him at 11, I won't whine about it, but I'd probably have him around there at 9 as well. 10 with Matthew Stafford. So this is where I disagree with some of the list. After the 9 part, I think they got the 9 best quarterbacks right. Maybe a small reorder from them. But I don't think Matthew Stafford uh, should be 10. Uh, led the uh, league at interceptions last time he was healthy, even though he did win the Super Bowl. This year, uh, missed half a season, but also didn't look good in the games that he played in season. Uh, he looked bad. Uh, Deshaun Watson after him at 11. Again, I don't agree with that. He also looked shaky and terrible last year. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I would probably have um, over both those guys ahead of him. Uh, because Kirk Cousins had a better year than both those guys. Uh, Kyler Murray, um, I would have him a lot lower um, as well. Getting into Tier 3, Derek Carr at 14. Jared Goff at 15. I think I would have put him at number 10. I do believe Jared Goff is another fringe top 10 quarterback. I think 3. Uh, being in Tier 3 is a little low. I think he's in the perfect offensive system uh, with Ben Johnson. The best one he's been in since the Rams. And, you know, uh, I forget the head coach's name, O'Shawn McVay, uh, where we really trusted in him. Uh, I think Goff 
is fantastic. He's been to a Super Bowl. Um, you know, he's very, very good. One playoff games. I think Jared Goff is more of an serviceable um, quarterback. And I'll stop at 16 and you get Russell Wilson. 17 Tua. Again, I think Tua's better than him, and you can go on and on from there. But, again, I thought it was a fantastic list. Definitely agree with the top nine spots, even though mine might be in a tiny different order. Now, let's talk about the Lions. So why do we have to talk about the Lions? Well, their running back, Justin Jackson, did just retire from the NFL, who was 27. And that was kind of their third-string running back, who was uh, their third-string last year behind Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. And now it looked like he was going to be that same role to Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, but he did retire, so the Lions did sign Benny Snell from the Steelers. Um, I think that is a... To me, a better, more fitting uh, third round or third uh, guy on the depth chart for them. And back up, they also signed and added Teddy Bridgewater, uh, who I think is great. Um, nice insurance policy because I don't think Nate Sudfeld is that great. So if Jared Goff were to miss one or two games with a thumb injury or a calf injury or something minor, you can slide Teddy Bridgewater right in there, and he's a very serviceable backup who can win you games. With the Saints, he went 5-0 and as a backup a few years ago, so I think he's one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. And last but not least, the coaches poll. So the coaches poll came out for college football. And it's kind of what I was expecting. Uh, when I opened it up, I think I had one gripe. So Georgia was the unanimous number one. Totally, I, I shouldn't say unanimous, but they were the heavy favorite outside of five votes. Uh, they were number one. Totally get it. Two, Michigan. Absolutely get that. To me, the thing that's strange, though, is they were two sizable behind Georgia in terms of the points received. They didn't have any first-place votes. So out of the 66 first-place votes, Georgia had 61, Alabama 4, Ohio State 2, but Michigan was number 2. What does this tell me? That They believe this Michigan team is very good, balanced. It's going to win a lot of games, but they don't have that it factor. They don't have the Alabama or Georgia. I believe they're wrong. I believe Michigan will get to the national championship game this year. It's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, but having Michigan at two is great because I do think they're the second best and loaded team behind Georgia. Three, Alabama. Again, I wouldn't have them at three. Again, if you've been listening to my podcast for the past few months, I'll say it again. I don't think Alabama's ever winning another national title under Nick Saban. Uh, a lot of people have been wrong saying that in the past, but I just really do. Um, I just think with conference realignment, uh, with Georgia, they get into close games. I think teams can find a way to beat them. I, again, under Nick Saban, I don't see Alabama winning another national title. I would be very, very surprised if I see Alabama win another national title, but I don't think they will this year. Ohio State at four. I probably would have had them at three um, over Alabama. LSU five. I agree with very good. Jaden Daniels is back. 
uh, Brian Kelly, great coach. Uh, I'd probably have had USC up there at five or four and Alabama and LSU down a spot because USC is returning high from winner Caleb Williams and the head coach and other great transfer pieces. Penn State at seven. I do think Penn State's a little overhyped. A lot of people talking about Penn State and how good they are. Uh, but if you don't beat Michigan and Ohio State, really, how good are you? Eight Florida State, I do think their quarterback, Jordan Travis, is the real deal, legitimate Heisman candidate. Uh, I thought Florida State maybe at seven, Penn State down at eight, because I do think Florida State is going to be really good. The battle against Clemson, who Clemson is at nine, will be for the conference division. I think that's going to be a fantastic matchup. And then Tennessee at 10. Uh, I think Josh Heupel, head coach, is great. Roster is good. The biggest question is Joe Milton. Now at Michigan, Joe Milton really didn't pan out. Uh, had some good highlights, but for the most part uh, was bad. So can Josh Heupel, uh, you know, discover something in Joe Milton? Because I do think he has a ton of talent. I think he's a very good quarterback. I just don't think the fit was there in Michigan. Um, but I hope to see uh, him and Josh Heupel do well. I'm rooting for Tennessee. So I hope they figure it out. This has been Unbothered. I'll talk to you all next week. Bye, everybody.